Ocean FM Donegal Plumbing and Heating Old Lahey Road Donegal Town Suppliers of underfloor heating packages Aluminium radiators Samson and Daikin Air to water heat pumps And all your renewable needs And sponsors of the Donegal GAA Podcast It's oh, just fabulous to see him alive and up and picking her up The thing about the club is you don't choose your club <laughs> um, it's, it's like family. You want to get back out on the field. It's just uh, it's, it's in your blood, I suppose. And you just want to get out there now and get the games going again. Brian Murray, let me shake hands with you. You come in here hobbling. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I tell you nothing but a couple of pints won't do. I'll tell you. You know. He gets a bit behind it. He launches it in. It's over the bar. The wee man from Tipchar. Yes, the Donegal GAA podcast with Ocean FM. Paddy McGill here coming from St. Chernox Park in Clonus, where it finished Monaghan one goal and 20 points. Donegal 15 points in round three of the Alliance National Football League. On this Sunday edition, we hear from former Derry player Conleth Gilligan, former Monaghan star Desi Moan, and at the end of the show we hear from Nivora's Oni McGarvey, who was on commentary duty today for Radio Nagilda. Before all that, though... Manus Boyle joined me on commentary today for Ocean FM. Let's briefly look back at the action. Mona now can pick up what they call the dirty ball. Here's Gary Mohan, the big man, just moving now into the Donegal 35 30 metre line. This looks really promising. Stephen McManaman just falls on his backside. There's a half a goal chance here for Monaghan. Oh, that's brilliant work there from Sean Patton. Oh, and eventually the ball is fisted wide but it opened up there like the Red Sea it was Michael Bannigan coming through initially was it Jack McCarn that he that he sought out and he went for goal and it was palmed down by Sean Patton he actually done really well and eventually a late fist came in but yeah, Monaghan just danced through the Donegal I would have thought maybe Bannigan would have been the, the, the man to have a shot there I don't think he needed to make that extra pass he was running in on the goals but have to say super work by Killen, uh, Killen Ward just to make sure it's his body in front of it Michael Langan two to his name so far this a chance to claw us back level once again it's going to drop short but just palming that one away Rory Began falls to Darrow Boyle Darrow Boyle kicks this one high straight between the post to be doors Sigrid Orman's first score he works as an SNA in a school in Donegal he slots that one over and just like that all square Kieran Duffy the Monaghan captain ball played inside Monaghan screaming for a free that's better tackling though from Donegal and they've overturned it once again that's the third time in a row that Donegal have dispossessed their opponents in the dangerous era area Brilliant work from Hugh McFadden collecting the long pass from Sean Patton. Here's Michael Langan. Goal chance here for Jimmy Brennan. Brennan! It's the crossbar! Oh, an agonising there for Donegal. And, oh, that's heartbreaking there for Jimmy Brennan. It was a brilliant move involving four Donegal players. Sean Patton to Hugh McFadden to Michael Langan. Inside to Jimmy Brennan. Brennan bore down in goal such a swift attack it came off the crossbar he had beaten Rory Began and let off for Monaghan Monaghan have a chance here to take the lead from Stephen O'Hanlon I thought that one went to the right and wide but it doesn't matter the umpire puts up the flag Noel Mooney jots it into his little notebook and three points in quick succession Monaghan lead 12 Monaghan 12 Donegal 11 
Yeah, and Monaghan had every player in the Donegal half, including Rory Began. Good score from Michael Hanlon, but again, I thought it was just maybe on the edge of being over the post, but I think he was always going to get it after the last one. O'Connell drives that one in long. Monaghan can certainly kill it off here with another score. Conor McManus is waiting out the far side. Eventually falls to McManus. He's trying to dig on his man. The ball is fed through to Sean Jones here. A goal chance for Monaghan. Game, set and match. Monaghan are going to be picking up the two Allianz National Football League points. A really, really well worked goal. The green flag goes up. Donegal were at sixes and sevens. Monaghan won 18. Donegal 14 points. Yeah, Donegal trying to attack. Uh, Left a wee bit of an opening for for Monaghan at the back. They probably had a couple of opportunities to kick the point, but the experience of Conor McManus just put in Sean Jones and he slipped it nice and neatly under uh, Sean Patton who had no hope for it but uh, I think that's it done and dusted now Paddy and, uh, unless Donegal can get two quick fire goals I think we'll have to hope that uh, we, we can improve against Galway that is yeah. the full time whistle Monaghan one goal and 20 points Donegal 15 points an 8 point win for Monaghan turned out a bit of a hammering in the end it was close in that first half but your thoughts overall Manus yeah I think you know I suppose our expectations coming to the game was it was going to be a hard hard fought opportunity for us anyway Monaghan in the second half were a completely different unit than they were the first they played the game at great pace took their scores when they needed to take them and uh, you know Jack McCarn, um Conor McCarthy and especially Stephen O'Hanlon in the second half uh, and then Sean Jones sprung from the bench and he gets I think he finished up at 1-2 um, so yeah definitely Monaghan's bench was stronger at, at the heel of the hunt and Donegal will have to go back to the drawing board but in saying that the performance of um, you know Mark Kern the corner back probably Donegal's best player for the day good to see Owen Ban back at, 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 you know within the Donegal defence we struggled probably a wee bit uh, at times when we got up front but when Oshin Gallen got on the ball he, he was very very bright Hugh McFadden had a good hour um, Jimmy Brennan fuller running um, Conor O'Donnell and Dara Wheel worked hard and, and you couldn't fault any of the Donegal players for not working hard or, or not trying their best uh, they were exceptional on, on that front but just not enough of a scoring threat Paddy and uh, until we until we uh, stop conceding as much as we are, 120 is huge, huge numbers to be conceding uh, and expect to win a game. Uh, so that's probably a bit of a worry for, for Paddy Carr and the management team, but um, you know, a lot of work to be done. It's going to be a long season, isn't it, man? You just get that. We, we did all feel it beforehand. Well, it, could, it could be very long, but it could be very short. Yeah. <laughs> long mentally. <laughs> short, maybe, in terms of uh, how tangible maybe it is going to be, but look. It was a hammering against her own. Let's not sugarcoat it. A couple of weeks ago in Healy Park in Oma. Today, whatever way you look at it, scoreboard reads Monaghan 120, Donegal 15 points. Galway next, who at the moment are in the ascendancy against her own. By the time maybe the podcast goes out tonight, there'll be a full time score in that one. And then, like, you make trips to Armagh, Mayo, who had such a brilliant win over Kerry, and then you finish up with 
Rush Common, who are flying at the moment. Yeah, and I mean it could go down to that. Uh, it could go down that I don't. I don't think four points will keep you up, but it, it, maybe it will go down that, and that's why scoring differences is, is a huge, is a huge thing. But I do the one th- difference I would see in, in this performance against Mona, and even though we were well bit than the performance against Tyrone a few weeks ago was, there was a lot more life in Donegal. There was a lot more energy, and there was. There was a greater enthusiasm about the way we played the game. We moved the ball quickly at times, but we yet we we're struggling. We we're struggling up front, um, and the loss of McBurdy probably wouldn't have been seen as much today. But when we get into tighter games, that bit of experience, that bit of class that that Paddy holds, you know. And I mean, we we have to forget this is the era without the great Michael Murphy, and and we're certainly seeing that for the first time in places like this because we had nobody to take control of the game when Monaghan were on the front foot nobody to slow it down nobody to make it hard for them and that bit of experience that that Murphy and, and those players Neil McGee brought you know we're, we're struggling to find at the minute Yeah there's no doubt about that plenty of Monaghan supporters out on the pitch can I just ask you Manus we'll have more in this in, in the midweek podcast with Conor Breslin and myself as we preview the Armagh game we're talking maybe more at length about the academy thing but there's loads of noise and loads of problems off the pitch at the moment as well Manus let's not sugarcoat it things are not good in Donegal no people will say well you're, that's a bit of sensationalism or that but th- those, that academy thing needs to get sorted as well yeah I think I mean I'm I'm like many people I'm looking from the outside I don't know the internal wrangles that goes on but um, the county board are in charge and they need to take charge of the situation Uh, they need to sort it out we can't let uh, all the good work that has been done uh, by Carl and many others uh, within that go to loss in the next couple of uh, next couple of months. So somebody has to make a decision and to make it fairly quickly. And they've they've to put good people back in charge of it and get the thing going again. Yes, things are not good, but if you don't take charge of the situation, the county board that's what they're that's what they're elected to do. They need to. To, to get over this, get the right people around the table and get talking and get the thing sorted. Yeah, and as I said, we don't know the ins and outs, so we can't go and do it too much, but you can't have internal struggles or egos or whatever it is stopping it. And okay, there's a million different arguments about cost and everything, but the reality is, if it is about cost and we suspect it is, look, that's just the nature of the beast in 2023. That money, I would imagine, is still going to be spent somewhere else. Like, And I am led to believe, and I know you know, you talk about it at length, it wasn't just about the academy, it was about there were other stuff, there was a lot of positives coming out of it, they were running courses, they were helping young lads off the pitch with their studies and that as well. It just needs to get sorted. We need to get good leadership now moving forward or we will fall behind. Like, we haven't got good structures in school football, it's just the way the demographics of the county are. People are saying, do we need an academy? I think we do in Donegal and that's not pushing an agenda. The agenda I would have is, yes, for Donegal football to be going in a healthier position. Yeah, well, I think that's the agenda that we all would push. Paddy, um, again, I'll, I'll go back to I'm, I'm not, you know, up to date on on what's happening. Why why all the coaches and Carl walked away? Um, but somebody needs to take a hold of it, and they need to take a hold of it very quickly. Yes, in 2023, you need an economy, and you need things structured in a way that is progressive and to the nature of the game as it is now, not as it was in the past. Um, there's a lot of good people, they've done a lot of huge work and they've walked away and there's something not right about them walking away after the work and the commitment they've given for those number of years. Okay, the dust has settled. Monaghan one goal and 20 points. Donegal 15 points. Delighted to say I'm joined by Monaghan's Desi Moan and former 
Derry player Conleth Gilligan former Kilku manager Ireland winning coach as well thanks lads Conleth just quickly to you first you're a neutral observer here what did you make of it? Yeah, look, I thought it was a very good game. Uh, very cagey in the first half. There was a lot at stake because obviously whoever lost this game was going to be in big trouble. Um, but I thought 10 minutes into the second half that Donegal were going to win the game. When Langan kicked the point, I thought, yeah, that was it. Conor Donald hits the crossbar. They're still only luck one winner. But from that, it was incredible from a Monaghan perspective. Like Monaghan 15 shots in the second half and scored 113 with only Jones kicking one wide. So the level of consistency and ruthlessness up front compared to Donegal in that second half was really the difference because Donegal had as many shots in the second half as Monon, but they just didn't get enough of a return. Talking to you before the game, Desi and all the Monaghan supporters and Sean McCaffrey and many Monaghan, you know, just massive supporters and that and everybody was pessimistic from the Donegal and Monaghan point of view coming into this one. I think we were actually won that battle a little more so and that's how it turned out. But were you surprised at the margin of victory in the end? Probably after the carry match, probably Monon people were, were thinking, where, where is this Monon squad going to go this year? But again, like likes the, the Monon Manus, they're giving the young boys chances, and sometimes you just have to play without the likes of Darren Hughes and the Conrad Manuses and the Carla Collins of these words and see how these lads get on. And they, they did do well in the, in, the, in the first two matches, but probably just the second half in the both matches, they, they just didn't see it out well. But again, today, in the second half today, they really upped their ante in the second half. They probably learned from the last two matches um, coming from them two matches that you know, they need to do better in the second half, and that's what they did. And then the introduction of Sean Jones, Conrad Manus coming in, Darren Hughes starting from the from the front you can see there Darren Hughes just round the middle there he was getting his hands in he's punching ball back in towards Donegal defence and you can see there he cut out a couple of uh, Donegal chances goal chances as well and that's probably what Monaghan were missing there and when players see that there when the young lads see that there of the team and all the players mm-hmm. you know other players start to rise their game and you can see that from Stephen O'Han there he's been very consistent there with the last three matches there and he in the second half his display was very good he's dangerous on the ball I know from club football when he's one on one with a player he's very dangerous and he's hard to handle Were you surprised at Donegal overall though? Donegal probably in the second half Monaghan just seemed that wee bit fitter wee bit, wee bit fresher Donegal were playing that defensive game in the first half and they probably couldn't sustain it in, in the second half now when I thought when Donegal went two points up I says Monaghan really really need to dig in here and change it around and lucky enough Monaghan had done that and then just Donegal our bench was a lot better coming off Donegal just probably didn't have the bench I know Luke McGlynn there he's only 18 years of age very young I've I seen him last year playing for his school and an under 19 final against Clark Story and I thought he was very impressive but we had the likes of Conor McManus and Sean Jones coming on and that's, that's like Sean Jones is 21 again Conor McManus is in his 30s there. that's a huge difference that's a lot of experience there coming in off the bench and Carlo Conner and I think that was a big difference in the second half of that match our bench was a, was a lot better than the Donegal bench It's not easy and I'll come to you on a second Conleth because I know you need to go Desi final one to you though Monon are trying something different it's a new management team you know all about it at club and county and you know working with the fellow Stephen O'Mara on a different podcast at the moment he said Monon are now trying the quick transition and maybe the bore fruit maybe in previous generations particularly under Malachy when it was maybe the more traditional conventional Ulster style place well it probably will take Vinnie Corey time yeah listen it's going to take some time there's a wee bit of transition here but again, we, we have forwards, like I said, McManus, Jones, Conor McCarthy, with Michal Banning in there, with Steve Rohan, with Jack McCarron. That's a very dangerous forward line. Now, that's a lot of buys for, like, even like the Donegal, like who they're going to match up, pair up with, who they're going to match up with. That's a lot of problems for other teams. And that's exciting going forward for Munnan. But again, 
one is not going to get carried away. It was only two points, but it was an important. It was kind of like a mini championship field there today. The sun was out, the sun was shining. There was a big crowd at the match, and it was a wee bit of excitement because of the last couple of games between Donegal and Monaghan. They didn't really play that well in the last in the last game, but today was a big two points for Monaghan. We have Ross Common next week, and it kind of sets it up nicely. And Kerry won, uh, Donegal won their first game against Kerry, and then they haven't picked up any points. So the league's funny. You could be up one week and you could be down the next week. You know, the thing with the league, you could be flying one week and then next week your energy levels is is not as good. And you have to, you have to, you have to think as well. Teams are, tra- you have there's that small gap now of the championship coming up, and teams are training hard also. So you're not always going to have that same energy level week in week out. So it, that's why home advantage is very important for teams, and they get their three points. And looking enough home advantage was massive there for Monaghan today speaking of home I let you go home and you're you're absolutely right it's almost bipolar isn't it one week you're winning the Sam Maguire and the next you're football's in the county would you go along with all of that Conleth? yeah look I think Desi's bang on I think uh, the introduction of the two subs coming off the bench they kicked 1-4 whereas Donegal's bench didn't kick any scores and I think um, while both teams started to look more like what they will in the championship it really was Monaghan who had that they just looked a wee bit fresher and you know you look at these games through the, the prism of who wins and the team that wins normally writes the history of how it went like I don't think Donegal just had as many problems um, as they've had in previous games especially this run game you know I think they've done a lot of things right it was just that ability to kick on you know Oshin Gallen had a great game but he kicked five possibly six wides in a game where if he'd have kicked half of them in those stages they'd have been well ahead you know and he played really well but again that's where they missed the Paddy McBrearty's you know that's where the big miss comes with with um, Paddy McBurry's and, and you know Michael Murphy and you know with all the injuries they had but Ray McHugh, they, you know and Ray and McHugh as well like they, they have a lot of players to come back if they can get them you know so I don't think all is lost but where it comes towards championship now in the back end of the league st- staying in division one is really important however it's more so the fact that it's the form you have coming out of the end of the league into the championship because you don't have time you know Donegal won't have time to play challenge matches so whatever the form line is in the last game or two that will be what they have coming into the championship and it's very hard to turn form around from an Ulster, for an Ulster championship game if that makes sense You've watched Donegal as much in the past couple of years nearly as much as I've watched them what are you really thinking about them though? And I'm sure you're getting all the, the stories and the anecdotes you're running across the border there in Derry but what have you seen a big difference from even last year, Conleth? Yeah, I suppose look, every year over the last two or three you were going into the championship and it was a case of Donegal are a lot of people's favourites and, and every year they were and, and they've sort of fallen flat for the last number of years because the one thing they have is they're very good footballers you know when you see Michael Langan coming in Owen Van Gallagher you know Pater Morgan are as good and, uh, as anybody has anywhere in Ireland so like definitely they have underachieved a wee bit obviously the mood music coming out of Donegal as an outsider isn't good you know obviously with Ciara Lacey stepping away along with the academy coaches you know that's not great for morale Can I ask you about that as a, as a football man as a coach as a manager as a former player without getting into this intricacies because we don't fully know them until we get a statement but what's your views of what you've kind of heard or what's your view overall yeah well look I suppose it'd be well known that Ciara Lacey would be very well regarded in coaching circles um, and uh, in terms of his football knowledge and the fact that he was there and he's able to assemble a group of 40 really good coaches you know and the Donegal Academy definitely was up there with, with the best of what I didn't believe he was doing so the fact that they all step away look there, there's a problem somewhere there's a disconnect and I think for Donegal's 
football, you know, that has to change and that has to improve. You know, added into that the fact that it took so long to get, you know, management in and things like that. You know, from the outside looking in, as I say, I'm not privy to any information, but it just it just doesn't look great from, from their point of view. And again, all those, that bad feeling radiates out. And, you know, speaking to a few Donegal people coming in here today, there was that downbeat feeling and, you know, the likes of Paddy McBrady's injury now and stuff. You know, where Donegal need good news and needed wins, you know, it's just another defeat. And, you know, it's just another week where they have to sort of endure that. And from a player's point of view, that does seep in. And, and you know, everybody talks and players talk about it's just noise. But these boys have to go to work. They have to meet their friends. They have to go back to their, their clubs. And, you know, and it's hard to get away from that whenever things aren't going well. You do live with it. Creates a malaise in the county, doesn't it, finally? Pick your two teams to get relegated from Division 1. I know it's a horrible uh, question. I suppose if you'd, if you'd asked me today, you know, Monaghan would have been going down for sure. Um, I don't think all win here today would maybe have enough to save them. Now you're looking at Monaghan, Tyrone and uh, Donegal now all on on two points, you know, so, and then you've only got, you've Galway and Armagh on three and my own four and there's Common on six. So, you know, look, really, I think Monaghan probably have a bit of momentum going into the next game. They've got Roscommon. Roscommon have six points which is probably going to be enough to save them. Do Roscommon travel to Armagh a wee bit soft? And does that give... Uh, sorry, does uh, Roscommon travel to, to Monaghan a bit soft? Can Monaghan get the four points? Look, you know, I still think Monaghan's in a bit of trouble. I think Donegal are going to be in a wee bit of trouble. Um, and it comes down to the last couple of games. And at, before that, it's more the form going into the championship that will be of more concern to other teams. Because Division 2 is so strong now. I don't think it's a massive problem for teams going down. They can rebuild in there and get up. Um, it hasn't done Derry any harm. So I think from that perspective, it's more getting a win or two going into the championship is the big thing. And if it saves you in Division 1, that's an extra bonus. Conroth Gilligan, thank you so much for joining me here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Okay, the final section here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Delighted to be joined by... Ronald McGill, but does only McGarvey. Before we start, only you were involved yesterday in the under twenties. Leo McLoon side going down to Sligo in the Leo Murphy Cup. Yeah, we lost by four points, one twelve to to not eleven, and and Balibuffe there yesterday. But uh, we're happy enough. No more than the week before, Paddy against Derry. Um, we got a lot of players game time in that, and and that's that's kind of our plan for the for that competition this year. And that, as I say, we've looked at something like maybe 25, 26 players now in, in the past two games and we'll be doing the same against Mio, Mio and that and we're just uh, we'll be just looking to get ready for the championship party at the end of March. I was going on my next question was it's the end of March is it? Yeah 29th of March against Antrim party and as I say that's that's what we're looking at this year you know as I say we're trying to build a panel for, for that game and that and look we have five or six boys you know still injured still to come back into it and that so we're happy enough with the first maybe five six weeks and as I say we have another maybe five six weeks of the championship and, and uh, that's that's what we're looking at okay and that's for another day what about here and then now it ended up a thumping in the end only didn't it probably did Paddy yeah I think Paddy Carr would have been reasonably happy at, at, at half time you know and, and that would be a point up to probably could have been maybe two or three points up at that stage and you know, we came back, we, you know, we started the second half well, Michael Langan put us two points up, 11-9. Monaghan came back to 11-11 and then Jimmy Brennan had a great goal chance, you know, came off the crossbar and, and, and they had us for three for three points in a row. Then Paddy, you know, and, you know, to be fair to Monaghan, they put on a, a series show in the second half, one fourteen in the in the in the second half and that. And, you know, they got Jack McCarran started and Darren Hughes started and they were two big players for them. And Conor McManus came on and took two points. Connell came off the bench. 
But he Corey will be happy enough. They, they, they had to the one party. They knew that we knew, we, even when we were up here early today. We knew we knew that Monan had to get the two points today, and they, they'll be happy with their day's work. And Donegal, look at how they'll, they'll just have to go down the road and, and, and get ready for Galway next week. It's an unforgiving division. We've said that. We said that, Manus and myself, many times in commentary. But I know we've only three games gone. The pessimist in me. It's going to be a serious battle to stay up now, isn't it? Just given the shape of the table. Arma Armona or Roscommon, beg your pardon, it's been a long day. Moving on to six points because at the start of the year, most neutral observers said it's going to be two of Roscommon, Monaghan and Donegal. Now Roscommon are not going to get relegated now. Cork are the only team ever to go down on six points and then go around 2018 since the reshuffle of the league. Roscommon are fine, they're looking the other way. Donegal, Monaghan now both on two points and Galway, then we're away to Arman. Home to Mayo, we saw what they done last night, so it's not shipping up too nice, is it? <laughs> Probably not, Paddy. No, as you said yourself, I would have been looking at the at the league at the start. Donegal, Monaghan and, and Roscommon would have been you'd have been picking two out of three there and that and look we got the, the victory the first day against Kerry and that, but you know, losing, you know, two weeks ago to Tyrone, then coming here and getting bit, you know, next week's game against Galway as massive as opposed to Letter Kenny. They they got their victory today against Tyrone, you know, and that was without Damien Comer, Rob Finnerty and Shane Walsh. But, you know, in fairness to Paddy Carroll them, they haven't been dealt a, a very good hand either, you know, with Paddy losing Paddy McBrearty, you know, for today's game. It will be a help, you know, for us, Paddy, for Donegal people, it was great to see Oshin Gallen back. Michael Langan came back in, Owen Band came back in, but it, it is going to be tough. Division 1, as everyone knows, is unforgiving and that, and it is going to be a tough ask to stay up, but look at all they can do is get get back onto it and choose tonight, Paddy, and look forward to, to Galway next week in Letterkenny. Paddy McBrady was named to start. I presume it was the same 25, 26 they put in last week, but as Jimmy McGee would say back in the day, Every dog in the street knew he wasn't going to play today. Why name him? I mean, you're fooling nobody. I understand. I'm not privy to what goes on in management teams or that, but, like, he's never going to play. A couple of lads were messaging me this morning, McBrady starting. I was like, lads, I'll give you 500 euro each, and I don't have 500 euro when McBrady plays, and we didn't see him here, so. Is there any point in this? Well, I look. It's probably. Was he here? Yeah, I think I seen him there, alright, Paddy, in, in, in fairness, and that, but. Look, hey, that's that's up to the Donegal management team, you know, that's that's the way they decided to do it and that, you know, probably we would have heard about Donegal that he that he wasn't gonna be fit for the Sunday and that, but because sometimes you know you know yourself teams are just put into a programme and that they probably they need it needs to be in by Tuesday and Wednesday and it must be a case of people say just put in the, 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 the same twenty six as the last time just to buy a bit of time and that because there was a bit of changes but Look, what can you do? You know, like I say, it was it was good to see Oshin Gallen back. It's just a pity Oshin Gallen wasn't back alongside Paddy McBrady and that. And there'll be and beside Jimmy McBrennan, there'll be a, a nice full forward line for Donegal. But what can we do? Look, we just hope that maybe Patrick's injury is not as bad as we as we've been hearing, Paddy. Yeah, we certainly wish Paddy well. Like it's very disappointing, Dave. It's, what's what's tough, isn't it? Talking to a number of former Donegal players here today, it's kind of now. When we kind of get in trouble in the game, but things just go from really bad, 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 bad. Like, doesn't it? It's we're in trouble there today. When morning got their tails up, and we just didn't have any response really. Yeah, look at how when you when you're playing away from home, Paddy, and, and, and when the home team gets a run of you, 
and you heard even yourself, you know, when Jimmy Brennan shot at the crossbar there and, and Monaghan got the break then off the crossbar and went up the field, you know, the road that went up on the stand, you know, helped them to kick three points in a row. Conor McManus came on, he, he, got a, he got a big cheer when he came on, he was hardly on the field a minute till he got the mark and he kicked it over the bar. So coming away from home is, is tough going, you know, we've ended up on the wrong side this past couple of years, we've had four home games, Paddy, you know, this year we're only going to have three. Now, we beat Kerry in our home game, we have two more games left at home against Galway and Mayo and that's the games we need to target, Paddy. I know it's not going to be easy, but like I say, going away from home in Division 1, it, it, it's, it's not easy. Even in any of the divisions, if you look at the scorelines and that, it, it's a big advantage. And like I say, Monaghan had the crowd today, and they, they were fairly quiet up until that time. You know, as I said before, Donegal would have been happy enough, but I just something happened, something stirred in the, in, in the Monaghan crowd and, and, and the players and that, when, when that shot at the crossbar and that, and they got their tails up. And like I said, once they got a run at us then, and you know it was hard for us to peg back, but it, it's not easy, Paddy. You know, you know they've established players there in Division One a long time, and and all that. So, uh, like, it was last chance saloon for Monaghan, Paddy, and they had to win. And in fairness, they did. And finally, we're going to finish on a positive because everybody knows how grumpy I am. You've already alluded to it. Oshin Gallen, Michael Langham, and Old Man Gallagher. Whatever else happens, it's just good to see those three back wearing Donegal jerseys. Uh, we still have obviously riding cues out as well, and hopefully we get Paddy McBurney back at some stage. Yeah, because hey, that's that's you've mentioned five huge players there for 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 Donegal, Paddy, you know, and look at that was a, that was a positive getting them in onto the pitch. Paddy Morgan came on as a sub. I know he's he's based maybe in England and and that, but another player to get back in because. They, they would be experienced lads, Paddy, that we need back. You know, the Keelan McCulligans, Johnny McGrady came on as a sub there. You know, Mark Curran has only played a couple of games in that. You know, it's... it's, it's Darrell Wheel's done well so far. Darrell Wheel has done well. I mentioned that in, 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 in commentary and that. He, he was given the number 11 jersey the first day in the McKenna Cup game and, and, and he's played really well since. You know, he's getting a good run of it in that. But, you know... He's actually been one of our best players for me. He was talking to Alan Foley before the game. Very good in all the games, even against Tyrone. When we got hammered, he carried it a lot. His distribution was good, so that's a positive. That, that that's a positive as well. And and look at we need the, the players that you mentioned there. We need Michael Langan. We need Owen Mann. We need Oshin Gallen. Players other counties couldn't do with them out them players, and we we certainly can't. Hopefully, Ryan McHugh might be back. Hopefully, Paddy 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 McBrady as well. Like I said, that's a thirty-year team. You know, and I'm sure we're we're we'll leaving other 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 lads out as well, Paddy. So whether we'll have them back in time. For the league games, I think we have two more games in two weekends. We have Galway and Mayo. Whether we have boys back enough for the league campaign, I don't know. But you know, we'll probably Paddy Carr will be hoping they will. But that's 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 a big ask, probably. You know what I mean? And like I say, the game the games are coming thick and fast, and it's it's not easy in Division One. Like I say, Galway next week, and it's probably Donegal are in must one territory, Paddy. I'm on my best mate's stag party in Kilkenny next Sunday night, the next weekend rather, so I'm actually going to miss the Galway game, so no podcast. Will you text me the score? No bother, Paddy, I'll text you. Half 12 kickoff. I'll, 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 not, I'll, not, I'll not bring you too early, Paddy, as I say, it's a half 12 kickoff on, on Sunday morning, so we, we won't get you there, but I'll drop you a text at 2 o'clock. I must unblock your number first, Tony McGarvey of Radio New World, also part of the Donegal Under 20 management scene. As I said, no podcast next Sunday night, but Conor Breslin and myself will be back midweek to preview that Donegal when they host the All-Ireland finalists, Galway, that one. 
in O'Donnell Park in Letterkenny. Connor and myself will also be discussing the Academy uh, fiasco in more detail. A big shout out to Manus Boyle, who's with me on COCOM today, and of course stayed on with me uh, for the production of this Donegal GAA podcast. And finishing up there with only McGarvey and Sandwich in between that, a big shout out to Desi, Moan and Conlon Gilligan. Big shout out to you, our listeners. Tune in in our big numbers. And finally to Austin O'Callaghan on production. As I said, Connor and myself will be back midweek. So that's it for this Sunday edition of the Donegal GAA podcast. Bye for now. Stay safe. And we will talk to you in a couple of days. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast.